Hello, and welcome to Title Pending Podcast. I'm your host this and every week. My name is still Willow, surprisingly enough. I hope everybody is having a wonderful week so far. I know I'm not. And I'm here to tell you a story. No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, hi. Um, <laughs> don't know what day of the week this is supposed to happen anymore. Um, having a full-time job is, um, hard. So I'm doing this when I can. It should be up weekly still. Cannot guarantee that it'll be exactly a week every time. Um, right now it seems to be, like, Tuesday, Wednesday. It could go back to Sunday. It could go to, like, Thursday, Friday. You know, time is a fucking illusion anyway. I had to light my blunt. I'm sorry. Um, but this week I'm alone. And I haven't been alone for a podcast um, in a minute. And it's hard. I'm going to be honest with you. Doing podcasts by yourself is um, a challenge. Especially if you don't prepare beforehand. Like I mostly um, seem to do. Or not do. I am a procrastinator. Um, I always have been. And you know, I am really passionate about this. So maybe I should stop doing that. But I want to talk to you guys, and you can read, so you know what I'm going to talk to you guys about. I have no musical talent. Let's start there. Excuse me. I have coronavirus. I'm kidding. We can talk about that later if you want. But <laughs> I have no musical inclination. I have no musical talent whatsoever. I've always wanted to be a musician. Crazy, right? I took piano lessons for three years and stopped because I broke my wrists um, in third grade. I then took guitar lessons from age 12 to age 16 and retained almost nothing. I own two guitars, a ukulele, a keyboard, and I use none of them. Um, I've always wanted to be in a band. I've always wanted to be the singer of a band, or the guitarist of a band, or the drummer of a band, and never the bassist, obviously. I'm sorry, that was mean. Um, never, never got to do that. You know, I grew up an emo kid, as most of my listeners also probably did, um, so I was really into bands over, you know, solo artists. Um, that's changed now, because I've expanded my music taste and have become less of a dickhead, um, which we can also get into. But, you know, I really wanted to be in a band, um, especially because my favorite band was Female Fronted, was Paramore, and I was like, I need guy friends, and I was like, no, I don't, I can, I can do an all-girl band thing, and then I was like, yeah, let's do that, and then I, like, tried to get my friends together, and we were all, like, 13 years old, and we were like, let's be in a band, um, and it didn't work out, clearly, but I did end up retaining the ability to write things, and maybe part of that has to do with the fact that I listen to this music and most of it probably has to do with the fact that like you know I was on Instagram when other people wrote poems and I was like I'm gonna do that and then I started doing it and realized I really really liked it um I also wanted to talk about that because I think that's fucking hilarious I didn't write poems I mean I was always okay I I guess we should start at the beginning I started writing stories like Stories is a very loose term. I, I wanted to write books first. I wanted to be an author. I've wanted to be an author my whole, whole life, kindergarten onward. So in kindergarten, 
I, we did show and tell. So like I brought in a book that I had quote unquote written. It was like pictures and it just like listed characters. It was just like bad drawings and like whatever. Didn't have a story, didn't have a plot, whatever. And I loved it. I was like, it's a book because it's stapled together pretty much. Um, in my head, it had a story. I just never wrote it down. Um, and I kept doing that for show and tell and stuff. And I would like explain stuff. And then I got my own little like center for like free time. Like, we had different stations that you could go to. You could draw, you could go play house, you could go play with the blocks, whatever. Um, and I had one where you could work with me and make books. <laughs> like, they gave me colored paper and staplers and pencils and markers. It was great. I had my own little table. And it was my favorite thing in the world. And I, like, helped people write books in kindergarten. And I wasn't, like, writing novels or anything like that. I also really loved to read, you know, Harry Potter was like a big thing for me, The Hunger Games was a big thing, Twilight was my life, man, oh my god, I loved Twilight, we can get into that also, but like, you know, I was always writing, and then I joined Instagram, now in this point, I was still like writing really bad stories, like, they were angsty now, um, I wrote fan fiction, obviously, and I wrote things about drugs that I didn't know about, like, you know, I was like, oh, um, this main character's mother is a heroin addict, and this main character's father is an alcoholic, and these two, blah, 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 like, none of it was realistic, and you read the stories back, and you're like, wow, this is just, this is angst, and you know, it was a great outlet, I never really shared them with anybody, I also wrote fan fiction that I did share with people that I probably shouldn't have shared with people, because it was super, duper bad and also you know just weird to write fan fiction about the band members of panic at the disco in 2005 when they were like 18 19 years old and you were literally 12 anyway um <laughs> i wrote fan fiction and it kind of had some development it had some plot lines it was mostly just easter eggs of like how the song northern downpour was written like sh stupid shit like that but it had sub like substance and as I got more into Instagram, I started following people who wrote poems. And, you know, poems isn't even a loose term. Like, they were writing poetry. They were writing, like, awesome poetry. And some of the people that, like, y'all may remember by these usernames are Watermelon Smile, Not Ray Toro, um, Megan, who I still talk to, um, you know, and just a bunch of other people just, like, writing poetry. And, like, it, it was really good. And they would, like, do it with these edits, you know what I mean? These, like, intense pictures of, like, their eyeballs, but, like, oversaturated and blurry and had lyrics on it most of the time, so I wanted to do that. I wasn't very original, as you can tell, so I started doing it, but I, st I did it really well, I guess, because I gained a following. Um, the poetry, quote-unquote, that I wrote was not good. It was more um, ranty and, like, preachy. Um, I know I came from, like, a good, I intended only the purest things. I wanted, you know, everybody to, like, take some advice from me, like, whatever. And it just, like, oh, you're, like, inspirational or whatever. I've been, like, you've been through a really, like, dark time and I get that you, like, want to help people. And then I got the, the hate of, like, it was all anonymous, but it was, like, your writing's really bad stop writing, your poetry sucks, blah, 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 and I was like, nope, people seem to like it a lot, um, which, like, it was bad, and if you go back and read it, you'll know that it's bad. Excuse me, I, I bought a hydro flask today, so I'm, like, I'm vibing right now, um, but, like, 
it was bad, but, like, I was 12, and I was, I should have had, you know, the full freedom to be bad, but I was publishing it on the internet, and people are mean, so I got a bunch of that. During this time, while I was writing poetry, I was very inspired by music as well as the poets that I previously mentioned. Um, at the time, I want to say, like, when I first started doing this, obviously Panic at the Disco, um, Paramore, Taking Back Sunday, All Time Low, those were, like, very big bands for me at the time, don't know why, um, so I would use their lyrics to their songs and write things based off of those lyrics, um, which was honestly a great writing exercise, but definitely shouldn't have been turned into, like, published pieces that I thought were worthy of sharing. It was more of, like, a, like, a pre-writing, maybe, um, but, like, it was awesome that these bands were, like, inspiring me to write my own stuff, because look where I am now, um, I have a failing podcast and a failing poem on Spotify. Look at me go! Um, I also post nudes on the internet, so, like, you know, I, I don't know what's, I'm having a crisis. Anyway, um, so at the time, those were the bands that I would listen to and be angsty about, so I would write angsty things about, and it, you know, it turned into me actually trying to write my own poetry based on my experiences, which were very, very traumatic, and a lot of it was really, really dark and really sad, um, you know, as you are when you're, like, 14, 15 years old, um, and then I got really serious about it when I was 14 or 15 because I started going to spoken word nights. I became one of those people that would go to the cafe on a Tuesday at 6 p.m. and listen to people, you know, pour their souls out for a few hours, um, and I did it too, you know, I, and it wasn't good. I, the first poem I believe I read, um, oh man, what was it? This is when my poetry was developing a little bit, so it was more about me, but it was, you know, still copycat, still, like, followed formats of other poets and, like, used words that I obviously didn't know what I meant, um, but I was trying, and you could tell that I was trying, and I really liked what I was doing, um, so I, I was pretty serious about it, and I was, like, decent at it, like, I judge my whole work, like, so harshly, especially my old stuff, and, um, people still read their old ones, and they're like, this, you know, this means something to me, and that's, like, fucking nuts to me like, it, we'll get into that, but, like, I, I think the first one I read was 15, which is, like, I list the years and, like, a prominent thing that happened, um, during that year, like, 12 and 10, I think, were really dark and just stupid shit like that, and, uh, like, people, you know, they enjoyed it, enough to, you know, continue to let me read poetry after that, and I went every, every time there was a spoken word night, and I made friends with people who were coaches at the time of a slam team in my city. Um, originally supposed to be through my high school, but high school wouldn't fund it, shocker. Um, they were called Freeverse, and they tried to recruit me the first time when I was 16, and I gave them my information and then just never heard from them and never went. And then, uh, when I was 17, I was friends with someone who wanted to do it, so we both did it together. She's an incredible poet. She went to Brave New Voices. She met Watsky because he went to Brave New Voices, and Watsky complimented her poetry. She's been on fucking... Oh my god, what else did she do? And she's done so much, I can't even, like... She's been published. She's crazy. Her name is Haley. Different Haley than the one I usually am mentioning by now, but, um... <laughs> and she's a fucking badass. So... She and I did it together, uh, for, tried for, out for the po poetry team, and we had already been, like, bonding with these people over open mics, and we were sharing stuff, and we would do slams, and, like, did, like, practice slams and whatever, 
And, you know, at the time, like, junior, senior year, Haley became, like, really, really close. Like, my, one of my best friends ever. Um, I miss you if you're listening, which I know you're probably not, but, like, I miss you. Um, and we would just, you know, read and write and edit each other's poetry all the time. So I was really into it and, like, really took it seriously at this point. So I got on the slam poetry team and we started writing and writing became absolutely everything we did. We did not stop. We would recite our poems on the way to and from practice. Like, if we were to carpool, we carpooled to semifinals of, no, I think it was, this might have been prelims, of a poetry festival called Louder Than a Bomb, Massachusetts. Um, there's a documentary about the one that started all of it, which was in Chicago. Um, really great documentary, definitely recommend. But we have one in Massachusetts as well, and we were going to prelims, we signed up for it, we were ready to go, and we would read our poems from memory on the way to the competitions. We needed to have them down. We had choreography that we were doing in the car and everything like that. We had practices twice, three times a week. We had writing sessions at this horrible building at UML campus. It was miserable. It was like this really clean, pristine looking like building and all the rooms were like dead quiet. It was a place people go to study and like maybe that's awesome for some people, but like, oh my God, it was so boring. I hated it there. Um, and we just, you know, we kept, we kept doing it and kept going all the time. It was fucking insane. And I had a job at this point, so I would miss some practices and I would, and at that point I would rather be at Staples than at fucking poetry practice. So I knew something was wrong. So we got to semifinals and we lost and I was like, okay, this is, this is shitty. I'm bummed, but now I can go back to writing poetry for me. And I didn't. Who's shocked? I didn't write for years. My entire senior year of high school, when was the last, what was the last poem I wrote before I got back into writing, before I started doing this? Oh, shit. I don't know. I have my, okay. I have my journal with me. I'm not going to read anything from it. Maybe I'll post some stuff on Patreon, but I have my journal that's from April of 2018, so this is after, um, after we were done with LTAB. LTAB was, uh, 2017. So, the first poem I have here is from April 2018, and the one before that, which is the end, this is the one I used throughout, you can't hear me, this is the one I used throughout LTAB from 2016 to 2018. So, the last poem I have in here, maybe not years, okay, a year, was 4-3, no, never mind, hold on, oh my god, okay, the last time I wrote something good was September, yeah, September of 2017, and I didn't write again until April 2018, so it was months, it wasn't years, but, like, I didn't get, like, into it again until, okay, so we have one in April, and we have some in May, we don't have anything working for me, it was bad, it was just ramblings, 
I don't think I posted anything or had a full poem for about a year after that. Like, I started writing stuff, but, like, none of this means anything until the very end when I went through, you know, a breakup. <laughs> of course. But, like, before that... Well, that doesn't even make sense. No, this is 2019. But before that, it was just, you know... Nothing. Because I just didn't know what I was doing anymore. Journeys had me writing a f few things, you know. But I, none of it was, like, making me happy. I was a very sad person for a while, and I was very disappointed in, you know, my lack of interest. Turns out I was just fucking depressed. But, um, you know, I blamed myself for, like, overworking myself writing. Um, so I stopped writing, and it sucked. And then started doing the podcast and was like, fuck it. I'm going to publish poetry. Um, again, like, I don't care if I have to self-publish it. I don't care if it doesn't get too much traction, but I want it out there for the public. How the fuck do I do that? So I started, you know, a Patreon and a podcast, um, and was like, hey, I write poetry. I have the ability to record poetry and I have an audience, kind of, sort of. I have some people who are willing to listen sometimes, and that is enough for right now. It's crazy. So, I have an audience that would maybe possibly want something to do with this. And I have a... And then I started figuring out ways to get it out there, and then I landed on Spotify and was like, holy shit, I can record it and publish it myself. I don't need to, like, go to a studio. Which, like, it would be nice if I could go to a studio and do this. I don't have the right microphone for recording this. Maybe I'll figure that out. But, like, that's a future project. But, like, I have the physical ability to do this in my bedroom. All right, let's fucking do it. So, like, I recorded a poem and I put it on Spotify and people listen to it. And now that's really cool and that's really all I wanted. And then I wanted to do more of that. So I kept writing and it was awesome. So this was supposed to be me talking about my favorite bands during this time in my life, but it turned into me talking about me. And how I, my love of music turned into a love of poetry, which turned into me doing this. So, welcome to my life, I guess. But music was always a very large part of my inspiration. Like, obviously, I was talking about when I was on Instagram and writing poetry there. And how, you know, those bands would influence my writing in general, but like... Watsky just released Placement, which is his second of a three-album series I recently learned, and he has one 11-minute track called uh, Dreams and Boxes, I believe, and it's spoken word, but it's also singing and rapping, and it is incredible. It's fucking insane, and that, I think, is the epitome of, like, what I want to do, is just exist and make art without it needing to follow some sort of format. So to have stuff that he's created, which, you know, he, Times Infinity was a masterpiece that he went into hiding to create and like perform and put together. And then he has three album series of just like, you know, very relatable topics, but put so articulately. He's incredible with lyrics, he's incredible wordplay, just, it's so interesting to listen to. He's just, you know, I want to do something like that. You know what I mean? I want it to be different. I want it to feel different than, you know, just a spoken word piece set to nothing like Growing was. Um, but Growing was, you know, a 
toes in the water type thing. So I, what I'm doing now and what I have now is something that, you know, is getting a little more love just because I, I know what direction I want to go in. Um, you know, Storo Drive, which is being released, um, what day is it now? What time is it? It's 11. So it's still March 11th. It's being released in five days. I haven't recorded it yet, so it's not going to be, like, too detailed or anything like that, but, like, we, we got some stuff coming in the future after that, and I'm very excited for it. Um, it's just, it's insane that I'm doing things by myself, and, you know, I don't know. It's weird. I might have to push back the release date of the whole thing, though, because I'm, it's not where I want it to be yet. Um, but it's fine, because I have ten people who are supporting me and seem to be willing to wait for things, because I am very slow on the, the uptake here, because I have a lot else going on. Um, but I, right now, am trying to make things for myself. Um, and for you guys. But, like, to feel something on my own without, you know, feeling empty, <laughs> I guess. Um, which is a kind of a horrible way to put it, not gonna lie, because... My job doesn't make me feel shitty, and my life that I'm living doesn't make me feel shitty. I make me feel shitty by thinking about it too much. Um, I think that because I'm not in regular college and, you know, working part-time at, you know, a bar or a fucking store or whatever, that I'm a literal manager of a store full-time, 45 hours a week, um taking online classes that I'm not even really taking, that I'm kind of just staring at because I hate it. Um, you know, this isn't where I expected to end up. And I feel sometimes like I fucked up a lot, but then I realize that I am doing things for myself, making, you know, an effort for myself. Sorry, my nose is, like, bleeding. Um, but, like, I am doing things for myself, and I need to realize that I'm not a failure, I guess. Um, I just, I need something to motivate me at this point in my life, because, you know, shit gets hard. Um, and I'm not gonna put anyone on blast, but I've been fucked over quite a bit this week. And, um, you know, sometimes you just kind of lose hope. And it sucks, because things get hard, and then I get tired, and then I give up, and then I go to sleep. <laughs> and then I don't make things, and I don't push myself to do things, um, and I'm not happy because I'm not doing things, and I'm not making progress on anything. Um, so I'm trying, I'm trying to find the good in things, and I think that's a made big reason why I'm writing again, is because I'm in a better headspace and feeling more motivated to create based on past experience, uh, rather than current emotion, so things are, are clearer, um, because, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. so I'm writing things from a different perspective and feeding into a different direction of my new stuff, and a, a more careful direction, um, and a less dramatic, ranty, um, direction, which, you know, I'm proud of myself for, because even when, even, like, last year, or the beginning of this year, even, I would write poetry, and you could tell who I was writing it about. It was very obvious. And, you you know, sometimes you still can, because, like, I, I am very public on the internet um, with my relationships with people and whatever. So people know who I'm talking about, regardless of if I say any names, 
mention their hair color or, you know, their gender, because, like, I haven't had many partners. People can put two and two together. Um, but, you know, there's no hatred there anymore. There's no, like, like, attempt to make them hurt. There's more of an attempt to make them understand who I was and help myself understand who I was and try to not be like that anymore. Um, so I'm proud of myself for that. That's crazy that I'm able to do that. That's fucking self-reflection right there. Um, it's called therapy, folks. Definitely look into it. It's fucking awesome. Definitely also a big reason why I'm still writing is because I'm in therapy. Because if I wasn't treating my shit, I don't think I'd be capable of doing my shit. You know what I mean? I am not the picture of mental health. Obviously, we all knew that. Um, I stuck pins in my fingertips when I was in fucking seventh grade because I thought it would make a good picture. What the fuck is wrong with me, man? Like, obviously, it's mental illness, love. Um, so I went to therapy and I got put on medication and my nose is streaming blood down my face now. Fucking great. Um, this sucks. I'll take a picture. Y'all, y'all will see this. Um, but anyway... Oh, it's not actually not on my face. Okay. Dope. <laughs> it will be in a second. Oh, maybe not. Okay. This is gross. I'm sorry. But anyway, I am in therapy. Therefore, I am taking care of myself and I am not off the walls. I am not a risk to myself or others. Therefore, I am able to focus on better things. I just can't come for shit. TMI? Maybe. Zoloft sucks. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry I don't have anybody to bounce off with, but I do want to have a discussion about this because I know a lot of people who listen to me are also going through the shits right now because we're all going through the shits all the fucking time, whether you want to admit it or not. So if you guys want to talk about it, please feel free to, you know, message me. We'll fucking yap for hours about how mental health is fucking a scam or how college sucks or how you want to write poetry and don't know how to start like whatever the fuck you want to talk about if you just want to talk about tiktoks you want to send me tiktoks feel fucking free to do so you know like i'm just vibing out here trying to make friends trying to make content and just live i've i used to have okay this is i guess a way to round it back and maybe i'll write a poem about it but i had a dream to be important for a a lack of a better explanation. I wanted to be someone. I wanted to be in a band. But I wanted to be famous. <laughs> and then I started publishing poetry. And I wanted my poetry published. And I wanted people to read it. And I got a following on Instagram. And I was like, wow, I am kind of important. I got fan pages on Instagram. And I'm like, wow, people value my opinions and my words and shit. I've always wanted to be someone that people knew about. I'm making a podcast right now that I want people to listen to. I am writing poems that I want people to read or listen to. I have a Finsta with over 23,000 posts and 700 followers, most people I don't know, because I want attention. We all fucking want attention, and that's fine. But god damn it, can I relax for a second? I've been doing this for I've been on the internet since I was 12. Eight years. Eight goddamn years. Some of the best and worst years of my life. 
This is the generation we live in. I'm sure most of you listening have also been on the internet since you were 12 years old. And that's fine. That's just how it ended up happening. But now I have this dream, and it's the opposite, where I'm living in a house, in a forest, or in the mountains, or in the desert even, if I'm feeling frisky, with a dog, maybe a few dogs, and nothing else. No internet connection. Maybe a, maybe an internet connection for Netflix. No computer. Flip phone. No signal. One itty-bitty Wi-Fi router that can't handle more than one thing streaming at a time. I just want to be alone. I don't know if that's ever going to happen. That's an exaggeration, by the way. Obviously, I'm going to have internet connection. But, like... I don't have any dreams of living the life that I wanted to live when I was 12, which is nice. It's personal growth. And I'm definitely not going to live the life I wanted to live because I'd already be living it. That's the crazy thing. I thought I was going to be famous by like now, like 18, 19, 20 years old. I was going to be someone. I mean, I, I'm not, but I am to someone, you know? Like, people care about me. I just gotta remember that. Which is, you know, I'm making this, and I know someone's listening to it, and I know someone's gonna read my poems when they come out, and I know, you know, people, you know, people are donating on Patreon still. Like, people are listening still. Like, they're renewing their subscriptions. They're not really using the website. They're not interacting. That's totally fine. But, like, it's just, it's weird that I'm kind of getting where I want to be at the age that I thought I would be doing it at. And I'm realizing just how little it took for me to be happy, and I want that to remain that way. Like, I'm very content, I guess, for lack of a better word. I'm comfortable. I'm vibing. I'm vibing. And I'm, I'm proud of myself, I guess. So music was not the topic of this podcast, like I thought it would be in the beginning. Um... This is more of a recap of my brain and why it sucks, but also doesn't suck. I hope you guys are excited for Storo Drive to come out. It'll be out in f- by the time you're listening to this, probably four days. Um, and I hope you don't have too high of expectations because I'm nervous. But until then, uh, Haley Williams is touring and I got a ticket and I also am seeing Watsky next month um, three times. So, like, I'm vibing really hard because both of my biggest favorite people within the span of, like, a few months of each other, um, is gonna overwhelm me, and I'm gonna cry a lot, and I'm excited. So, thank you for listening to this shit show. I've been Willow. I'm still Willow. I'm still the host of this podcast, like I am this, and every week, this podcast was brought to you by my foot. Thank you, and good night.